Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Wherever you are, welcome to our episode of Sheologians. We're here today to put the she in shingle. She shingle? Single. Shingle. Oh. I was like I was like like the thing on your house or that disease you get. That disease you get. That's a great intro. <laughs> the she and shingles today, ladies. Are you stressed out? <laughs> Might get the shingles. <laughs> Be careful. Welcome. Anyway, my name is Summer Yeager, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host Joy. And the funny thing about mine and Joy's life right now is that our husbands are in the woods together. Together. I don't really know if woods is the right. They're in the desert. They're in the desert. Mm-hmm. In the middle of the desert, because yeah. my husband did this thing a couple months ago where he was like flying around on Google Maps and he was out looking in the desert and he's like, there's a lot of water here. Mm-hmm. I need to go see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then he got in his truck and he drove out to the desert and he hiked for a billion hours. Yeah. And he was like, there's water here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and ever since then, this is his spot. Then he wants to be in it. And he went out in it a couple months ago and slept on a rock and Uh said it was, he had a great night of sleep. And men are just so weird. Well, and. That's weird. I think men tend to like a little bit of a firmer mattress anyway, which some people say is is better for you, but I don't know. I'm not going to get into that. I feel like. (laughs) This is not your concern. I mean, I feel like if you put me on the ground, I don't know what would happen. (laughs) But that's because of my problems. I would not, be, it's not the ground. It's me. I would be dead by morning. That's <laughs> <laughs> how that would go. But I used, I mean, I have uh, slept on the ground many a night, but I think I'm just past that. You get to the age where you're like, can I afford a cot? Okay, well, I'll well, buy one. Then I guess that's what I'm sleeping um, on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, and obviously Matthew's out in the desert and yeah woods all the time and right so your husband wanted to go a little more long haul yes. take a longer trip yes and it seemed appropriate that i'm so my glad. husband would be the one i'm so <laughs> glad they're together we're gonna be able to like track and check their location right um matthew has his uh gps okay thing but what I does that mean it means he can send me a text and be like oh. we're great everything's is cool. he gonna does he do that uh generally <laughs> They're probably still walking out there. <laughs> um, it's a hundred degrees. I know. I mean, they did honestly pick the summer to go do that because yeah, of it's all the I rain we've been having. I don't understand um, that life. And, I don't get it. But uh, 
but yeah so he'll te- he'll probably text me at some point here and then i'll message you great yeah and just it's let like, me know that he's alive and occasionally i don't usually like i think it costs money for me to text our gps okay but it doesn't cost money for but, him well yeah and i'm sh- like if there was an emergency i wouldn't be like summer this is gonna cost me two dollars <laughs> i really hope you're Thank concerned you. they're not just faking you it. better be super wor- are about you bleeding your, your if you're not bleeding and- <laughs> i'm not doing this if there's no blood, there's no text. <laughs> that's probably their rule as well. Yeah, and that's, you know, honestly, I'm fine. So we're all in agreement? <laughs> we all agree. If there's no blood, there's no need for communication. We communicate for blood. Uh, uh, well, you're right. <laughs> yep. I am uh, Joy, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Summer. And, um, Yeah. <laughs> Let's here just let's just do what we're here to do today. I love it. Yep, yeah, it's perfect. Um, what I, else can I say? What else can we say? We can say that in a couple of weeks we're starting a new round in book club. So if you've ever been on the fence about joining book club, now is the time. We are going to be reading No Mere Mortals by Toby Sumter, mm-hmm. and it is fantastic. I can tell you that I have only read the first three chapters. But I stopped because it was so good that I was like, it became a book club. This candidate. is a book club pick. Mm-hmm. This is we're going to have to do it. Um, and I think it's part of the reason I think it's so important, whether you're married or not, uh, is that because it is a book about marriage. But whether you're single or married, it, it at the bottom of it is a book about anthropology. It's about it's a book about what it is to be human. I feel like in this episode, you're going to hear a lot of that phrase, whether you're single or married. Yes. <laughs> Just so you know. You came to the right place. <laughs> Are you single? This is for you. Are you married? Also for you. Yeah. We Perfect. certainly, um, we, I mean, I feel like everybody who's listening to this knows, but we certainly wouldn't pick a book on marriage that wouldn't be fruitful Applicable. and helpful yeah. <laughs> for everyone who would read it because we're just not. Yeah. This Sheologians has never been about the marriage club. No. So, <laughs> and this episode, if you know, if you've read the title, right. you're already aware. Right. Um, so, it, like, like I said, if, it, if you're single or married, the book is helpful because it really is about what it means to be a human. Right. Um, and what does that have to do with marriage? A lot. So, join us. Uh for that, you can join book club at patreon.com slash sheologians. Uh, we'll have all the info there for when we're starting. We meet. Uh, whether you whether or not you can join the live discussion, all all book club sessions, all of our live discussions are available um, at patreon.com yeah. slash sheologians. If you want to join and you decided that you want to go through Fair Sunshine. Then you can do that. Then you can do that. Because they're all still and there. Cry. Yes. <laughs> So it's patreon.com slash theologians. The book is No Mere Mortals by Toby Sumter. And I don't have anything else to tell you about that. You can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475. We're going to be in Nashville next week at the FLF conference. So come say hi. I don't have a table. All of our merch, if you want Sheologians <laughs> merch, is at shopsheologians.com. That's where we have the merch. I We're not... I don't know. I don't have time for that. Yeah. We, there's just, that is going to be too much going on. And I just want, I want to have fun and I want to talk to people that are there yeah. and like fellowship. We're just being realistic about what we can actually like. Not, I'm not do. trying to sell t-shirts, Mm-mm. but we do have great t-shirts <laughs> and mugs and cell phone cases. 
et cetera, et cetera. Like, I wonder if we could do like a private discount code that we tell, Mm. give in our breakout Mm. and have Tim set that up. Yeah, we can do that. We can do whatever we want. And so, (laughs) so, you know, you may not be able to pick up a Sheila Jen's shirt at the conference, but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say that we We are going to give you a discount if you're at Fight Laugh East. Yes. Uh, so that's next week. Voicemail number. So you heard it here. Spend $400 on a plane ticket, $500 <laughs> on your hotel, plus a rental car so that you can come get a discount on your shirt. Yeah. Because that, that's very economically just, responsible. Have you? Can you guys tell that we are Dave Ramseyites? Um, you can leave. Oh, us. yes. Put it all on the credit card. <laughs> You can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475. Today we are going to talk to Nancy Wilson. We've already interviewed her, so Mm -hmm. I never know how to transfer into these things. But she had a book. So she has a book called Single and Satisfied, Mm -hmm. and it's great. And I loved that the title grabbed me because most people who are single are not satisfied. And I know that... Nancy Wilson is very pro marriage. So I was like, what is she talking about? Mm -hmm. Single and satisfied. So anyway, we only have one more Wilson to get onto the show because (laughs) we've had Doug Wilson. Uh We have had Rebecca Merkel. Mm -hmm. We've had Rachel Jankovic. Mm -hmm. And we are so excited to welcome. We've had Gordon on too. Oh, and we had Gordon. Uh That's right. Yes. Okay. So we're knocking them all down. The last. Bastion is uh, is Nate. So we are so excited right. <laughs> to have you on the show, Nancy Wilson. There are some grandkids you haven't had yet. That's right. right. <laughs> give it time. Right, right. We'll <laughs> give it time and we'll work our way down the whole list. No, right. but we are so excited to have you here today. Um, we've just been so blessed, especially I every Friday morning, actually, before I come record, I sit and listen to your podcast because it comes out on Fridays. Mm-hmm. Can you pronounce it? Because I'm afraid I've been saying it wrong. You know, I just say Femina. Okay, great. Femina, the Femina, Femina podcast. Mm-hmm. Then that's what I'm going to say. But you can you can pronounce it any way you want. It's okay. fine. <laughs> it's flexible. <laughs> it is. <laughs> well, it is such a blessing to me and, and so many others. My kids um, also listen to it with me mm-hmm. and they really enjoy it. I have a lot of uh, friends that listen and enjoy it. And I've had people tell me um, that in a way you're like the spiritual mother that they didn't have. And so I know that you just have been such a blessing through your podcast and we're so happy to have you on today. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the perfect length too. Yes. To go. I pick up my groceries when I do like a pickup yeah. super early in the morning mm-hmm. and then my grocery store is close. But you just go, you sit right. in the parking lot for a few minutes, they get load encouraged. your groceries, and then you get home and you're like, wow. Wow, I'm encouraged and I'm yeah. ready to start my day. That's yeah. Great. I'm really glad. That's great. Thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So we want to talk to you about your book, Single and Satisfied. Obviously, you, since you wrote a whole book on the topic, you are completely aware that there's so many um, single, especially women in the church that have a lot of questions, a lot of things to say about their singleness. Uh, and through the years, especially because we talk a lot about feminism and women's discipleship, and we were single when we started this podcast, um, we have had a lot of questions as well. And so I would just love to know 
starting out, why, what spurred you to write a book on this topic? All right. Well, just the history of it. Um, the first, the first edition was called why isn't a pretty girl like you married and mm-hmm. other useful comments. <laughs> and it was just such a mouthful, but that came out in 2010 and I, it was sort of building. I really felt like I needed to write something because there's so many questions and young unmarried women and older unmarried women have lots of questions and I wanted to write something that would encourage them. And so the cover and the title was supposed to just be sort of funny, like, because so often that's the question mm. that unmarried women get is, right. so why isn't a pretty girl like you married? And I had visited with a gal we were visiting in Brooklyn and she was in her forties, <clears throat> excuse me. And she said at mother's day, men would come up to her and say, so what's your problem? Why aren't you a mother? Oh. You know, she just would mm. take it so hard. And and I knew that it, they weren't trying to be evil. Mm, right. Know, but it is a very dumb thing to say. But people <laughs> are just trying to start a conversation. And they're trying to be um, maybe even compliment complimenting them by saying, why isn't a pretty girl like you married? So I had a little section on just how to respond to that sort of Mm. It seems like non-ceasing sometimes. Mm. But then as time went by, I wanted to update the book and Canon went for it. And so I just sort of sandpapered it, changed a few things, tried to update some things. Mm. And so Single and Satisfied has is a new edition of the same basic material. Okay. Right. So, um, and I just see more and more. I mean, our congregation has a lot of really lovely women in there. 30s and early 40s and you know just all ages who are unmarried and I just want to encourage them and this book really is for any age it could be a girl who just wants to get married and she's 18 but mm. um, does that answer your question yes no I love that and you you hit on something important when you said so this that thing that that woman would hear sometimes on Mother's Day that was painful, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so you you admitted there's kind of two sides to it, where one, you don't think they were trying to be evil, but two, it is a dumb thing to say. Yeah, right. And, and so I think that's great. That's great I, because we hear that feedback a lot of just single people saying that they hear a lot of hurtful things. So what would be the advice you would give to that woman in that situation? Well, first of all, don't take offense because that's the worst thing. You know, don't take offense. Just learn to roll with it. And have we ever said anything stupid in our lives to someone? You know, of course yes. we have. Yes. So just just roll with it and don't start treasuring it up in your heart and keep track of that person and how many times they've offended you. You know, mm-hmm. life is too short. So that's the first thing. Just let it roll off. Um and, you know, it's fine to answer any way you want. You could just say, oh, man, what don't I wish, mm-hmm. you know, or just um, and, or just move on. Mm-hmm. Nice to see you. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, there's been a pat answer. 
But the other question that I think a lot of single women in college get is when they're getting close to graduation is, what are you going to do? 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 And, you know, the answer, they would like to get married, but there isn't anyone in the picture. So it's just that same sort of, it's a little different, but it's just on the spot. Right. Well, I don't know. It's like, well, are you going to get married or do you want to get married or is there somebody? And, you know, it's like, can we change the subject? <laughs> I really feel like I can confide in you. What's your name again? <laughs> yeah. So um, I think I put in the book somewhere, perhaps, that our daughter Rachel decided she was just going to say, I'm going to be a shepherd. I've decided I'm going to be a shepherd. And just like, well, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? And, uh, so just have a good sense of humor and don't take it so hard and so personally and just be mm. just just roll with it and be the kind of person that doesn't get all prickly and offended and and crushed and crying about it. Just say, you know, the Lord is blessing me. I have had I have a wonderful life. He's been so kind to me. I want to be fruitful wherever he puts me, whatever right. it is he calls me to do. Right. And and so even if you don't say that, but to believe that and not to take it so hard, it's not like God is giving you um, second best. This is what he's called you to. Mm. So it does seem like in in a response where the offense is taken, there there seems to be maybe an underlying feeling or belief or idea that singleness is an affliction. Like this is something that is being afflicted on you. And it's interesting because a lot of times, you know, the church, especially now is talking about how much singleness is a gift and it's a gift and it's a gift. And, you know, the thing is, is like, what if, what if this isn't the gift you wanted? You know, <laughs> this isn't like, Lord, this isn't the gift that I asked for. Um, you know, what if you're in that position and is in that case, would the gift of singleness actually be a so-called affliction? All right. I don't think we should pretend like it's a gift unless someone is called to celibacy and they know it, mm-hmm, you know, and right. they know it. for them it really is a gift. They don't want to get married. They have been gifted in a different way. I think for single women, I can't speak for single men, but for single women, it is an affliction and it's a hard affliction. And so the scriptures are full of teaching on how we handle afflictions mm. and that's how we process it. You know, what about widows? Is that an affliction? Well, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And there are many kinds of afflictions besides being unmarried. But I, I don't have a problem with calling it an affliction if it is, if it is a person who really wants to be married and they aren't. Mm-hmm. Then it's a hard thing they have to steward. If they don't want to get married, well, it's not an affliction. Right. So. Right. That. I think it's it is a false comfort to tell a lot of single women who want to get married that this is a gift. Right. Yeah, I think there's there's kind of a problem that extends from that, which is that I think a lot of people in order to deal like with the those afflicting emotions that accompany that unwanted singleness they start to tell themselves that they don't want to be married. Mm. Right. And I just wonder how much mm. of like a part of the problem 
that is too, is that you have a bunch of people who want to get married, but they've been preaching to themselves this lie every day because they're trying to find some contentment, maybe even, maybe even it's like they're trying to be obedient in some way. Mm. Um, But really missing the mark. Right. Yeah. Yeah, It's just, it's kind of misguided. Well, it's self, it's self-soothing instead of being soothed by Christ. Right. Yes. (laughs) We we all want to get um, under God's feet. And so we say, Lord, this is a very hard affliction. I take it from you and you love me. And I know you mean this for my good. And so I believe that by faith. And you know that I'm, I'm uh, eager to get married. And so I'm trusting you to bring the right man at the right time or to just for me to be content while I wait or if there never is anyone, but I, my purpose in life is to glorify you, not to find a husband. Mm, right. That's right. I would say, so since we already talked about one dumb thing, <laughs> like a dumb thing to do, what are some dumb things that single women can do? Oh my goodness. Well, or married women. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. So let's, let's just do women in general. All the potential dumb things. What do you mean? I you're, You'll have to fill that out for me a little bit. I guess I mean just specifically in relation to wanting to be married but being unmarried. Like what are some sort of, what are some mistakes that you can make? So maybe okay. people who are oh, listening sure. don't do those dumb things. Well, or realize they're doing the dumb thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, I would... I would prefer to point them in the fruitful direction, but sure, dumb things. Dumb thing would be the one you mentioned, pretending you don't want to get married. Uh, dumb thing would be isolating yourself, giving up, just, you know, being a beanbag. Uh, another dumb thing could be taking things in your own hands, getting online, finding somebody, just doing a dumb thing, marrying a, you know, going for the wrong person maybe. Uh, thinking, well, he's not a Christian, but (laughs) fill in the blank. Right. You know, that would be a dumb thing. Mm. Um, There's just, there's, there are many dumb things we could do, but we want to be more interested in doing the wise thing, obviously. So looking around for opportunities to be a blessing to people in the, in the community, um, being plugged in, being ministry-minded. I have a whole section in the book about that, about being part of a, a healthy church and not just being consumed with your career and being tired and going home and calling it a day, but just being plugged in and ministering and getting to know people and being hospitable. And I've encouraged some uh, women who are maybe in their 30s, they have a good career. It's like, buy a house. Get yourself a house. Start being domestic. Have a have a uh, place from which to be hospitable. Mm. Don't just settle for you know apartment living with a group of girls forever, but maybe move on. Right. Um, so there's there's plenty. I, there are plenty of dumb things to do, and I think maybe talking too much about it, spending too much of your uh, thoughts, too many of your thoughts, your thought time on where is he, why am I not married, uh, mm. that leads to envy and jealousy and discontent and, you know, just being miserable instead of being a cheerful, delighted Christian woman who's not yet married. Right. 
So how? What are one of those sounds much more attractive than the other uh, as that's well. That's true. Yes. So there may be some <laughs> practical benefits to that as well. Yeah. Along with obedience. Of course. Yes. <laughs> what would you say? How how can we practically, you know, boots on the ground, love and involve the single women, especially maybe ones that are feeling disenfranchised? What are the ways that we can make sure that um, we don't contribute to that? Well, I would say including them in things, not always just including the married couples. But just including them, they're part of the body. We don't have to segregate everyone. Like, this is the singles study. Mm. That I mean, there's a place for that. I'm not against it. But not limiting it to that. Right. But just inviting all kinds of people to events. And, and being friends with unmarried women. Mm. Um, getting to know them. Enjoying their company. Including them things. Introducing them to people. You know, right. Her, yep. Introducing her or him to um, other unmarried people. I mean, just being on their team and including them like, hey, we're going to <clears throat> we're going to do this project. Would you be interested in helping with us? What uh, helping us do it? Some something the church is doing or some kind of, uh, you know, there's just lots of things. And the Bible reading challenge in our church has involved so many single women and they are super involved in it and helping in many ways. And that's just, that's been a great thing. It's not limited to married or single. It's just right. all the women. And if you think about the scriptures, it's not divided up either. It's like we're all spoken to as Christians and the parts for women are mostly all for all women. Although there are some that some scriptures that are just for wives, but, um, it all applies to all of us. Right. Amen to that. Yeah, we, yeah. we've been super blessed by the Bible Reading Challenge, and that's also been a way that we've been able to involve women from every kind of walk yes. of life because we all, you know, one thing that we all have in common is the Bible. Like, this is our food. We all need this food, yeah. whether we're single or married or um, right. whatever is going on in our life. It's the food that is is more than sufficient for all of us. And yeah, it's not less of, it's not less tasty. Right, if, you if you're are, single right. or if you're married or, yeah. yeah. So it's been a big blessing. Um, I do, so do you have any, what would be the kind of hot tips you would give to uh, maybe a friend who is in that waiting period and they are trying to walk faithfully through it? A hot tip. Yeah. Give me the hot tips. I think I actually got that from Rachel. <laughs> Rachel's yeah. always talking about hot tips. Hot tips. <laughs> well, the cheerful. I think just that cheerfulness and really cultivating a cheerful attitude in everything and being super positive and being actively involved in the community. Just don't wait around. Don't, don't sit in the corner feeling sorry for yourself get out there and be busy and getting to know all kinds of people be friendly mm. for some people that's really hard mm. but come on get yourself out there a little bit mm. and be part of this community um, grow in christ mm. become a mature christian woman 
And who knows what God has in store for you and why this is a preparation for that. You just don't know. Someone else is writing this story. So be excited about what God is doing in your life. That's that's a that's a hot tip for all of us, yes. no matter where yes. <laughs> we're at. <laughs> so, okay, on Sheologians, do you have another question? No. Okay, we like to ask a fun question at the end. Oh, good. And uh, the first time we had Becca on, I threw out a really strange question, and I'm not going to do it to you. But for the record, I asked her what what hymn just moves her so much that there would be a chance she might sing it into her hairbrush if she had one nearby. Oh, right. She told me about that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Those weird girls in Arizona. (laughs) So I'm not going to ask you that question, but I would just personally love to know if you have a favorite hymn and what it is. You know, that is a hard question. Yes. I find myself humming hymns or psalms regularly where it's like, where did that come from? You know, it's just, I have a lot of them in there on my playlist. <laughs> that yes. Just, they just go randomly sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, oh boy, there are so many. I would say once we started singing the Psalms in our congregation, mm. so many of those became favorites. But before that, when we were just singing hymns, Holy, Holy, Holy was mm. always my favorite, and probably Ferris Lord Jesus. And Holy, 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 we taught our kids was the first hymn we taught them. And uh, I remember Becca couldn't pronounce the H part. It was Oli, Oli, Oli. (laughs) So, I mean, we were teaching them that kind of music early on. Yeah. That Mm -hmm. God glorifying not about me, but about him. He is holy. So I still love, love that him. Beautiful. Is that a good answer? That is a great answer. answer. And I need to put those. I I also have a working hymn playlist. So that's a couple I can. It's just in my head. Yeah. 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 I need to add, add to that. Well, we are, we're so thankful we had you today. We're looking forward to next month when we will get to be together in Nashville. It's going to be a great time. I'm looking forward to it. Becca's coming, right? She is. Yes. I think we're going to be on a panel with you. Yes, Mm -hmm. we are. So I'm really looking forward to that. I'm just so thankful for you guys. The Bible reading, like I said, the Bible reading challenge has been such a blessing. Uh, I was at a co-op on Wednesday and met a nice lady and I got to start a not awkward conversation with her because I was like, oh, you're reading a book by Nancy Wilson. I read that book and it was a great little doorway into (laughs) meeting a new sister so we're just so thankful for you guys up there and we're so excited we got to have you on today well thank you you've been a very kind hostess oh go good thank you (laughs) praise the lord blessings yes Mm -hmm. you have a good weekend thank you bye bye Bye. what a (laughs) i always forget what what do you always say what do you always say when you and what a blessing (laughs) (laughs) when you end an interview i don't know interview it doesn't even sound like the right word because she's She's Nancy. I know. Just, it's Nancy. Yeah. What a blessing she is. That's an actual true statement. I think, so we did that episode earlier this year on singleness Mm -hmm. and marriage, and we provocatively titled it, 
marriage oh, yeah. will save you. Yeah. And I think this was a great kind of appendix to that discussion mm-hmm. for our sing like on the topic yeah. of singleness mm-hmm. and marriage. And what I love about Nancy and I have read enough of the book to also say that um, she's just very straightforward yeah. Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, here's what the Bible says about how you deal with this and how you deal with this. And uh, it's, it's just, I, I would highly recommend you guys pick up the book, um, whether you're single or married, because if you're married, you have single friends. <laughs> and at one point you were single. Well, and a lot of times you're, I mean, if wisdom sort of applies itself to right. us all. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I have to admit that like I didn't really learn about contentment until I was married, but not because... <laughs> marriage makes you content right still (laughs) you still have to learn it god still sanctifies you in it right um maybe a little faster when you have like this constant mirror one inch from your face showing you (laughs) everything that's wrong with you um right but yeah i mean don't uh I would encourage you guys to not share my regrets, which is that um, you should let God sanctify you in contentment right. before you get married. If right. that's something that you seek, don't wait. <laughs> right. Don't wait. I mean, he will sanctify you in contentment no matter what. Yes. But you don't have to wait. Um, it's not a magic key. Right. Um, so, Yeah. Well, um, so Nancy's written several books. You can grab them all at canonpress.com. I highly yeah, recommend them. Should. Her book, Virtuous, is great. Mm-hmm. Her book on contentment is great. Uh, and Jim Wilson's How to Be Free from Bitterness yeah. is fantastic. Uh, the Fruit of Her Hands. The Fruit is of Her Hands. Also just a great, that's a great um, gift for... The bridal shower. Um, yeah, for yeah. yeah wedding, whatever. Yeah, um, That's a good one. Very good one. And all just very practical it just like very much how the interview just went mm-hmm. just very smooth very gentle but very mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. not no sidestepping or like I might be afraid that right that you you know right this might hurt your feelings or just biblical yep. wisdom I am super excited to hang out with her next week Oh, is that what you were doing? You were looking up the <laughs> when this episode comes out and Next when Next week we're hanging wow. out. Wow. Nancy Wilson. That's I'm exciting. really looking forward to it. If you guys are at the FLF conference, Fight Laugh Feast mm-hmm. conference, we will be there as well. And if you're not, well, we'll still be in your podcast ears <laughs> at some point. So that's it. Head up, hit us up at patreon.com slash theologians. Join our next round of book club. That's starting soon as well. Mm-hmm. And we will see you next week. See ya.